Uh, we've been talking a lot, of course, uh, today and this week about what's going on in Israel. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow morning. Malcolm Holmline will join us, and we'll analyze the events of this week during the weekly update. That happens about 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow. We have a special guest with us live via telephone. The problem with speaking to Phil Rosen at a time like this is that he likely cannot share with us everything that he knows regarding the current situation. But we'll try to uh, speak to him and uh, find out what we can. Phil, of course, is the uh, chairman emeritus of the American Friends of Likud and uh, vice uh, chairman of the uh, Republican Jewish Coalition. Uh, He's actually on his way we've discovered, to a meeting with Senator Cruz today. And boy, does Senator Cruz get a big dose of credit from the pro-Israel world. Phil Rosen, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, do we have him there? Phil, are you there? Welcome back to JM in the AM. I am here. There we go. Uh, I don't know if you heard my intro or not. <laughs> I, I did. You did hear. Okay, good. Uh, you do agree that Ted Cruz, you know, it's funny. I know it's an exaggeration. But but some of my friends keep saying, you know, it's amazing. Ted Cruz has two Jews in his state, and he's the most outspoken about Israel. And you go to states where there's tremendous Jewish population, and we can't get the same type of reaction from the, the Senate leadership. I know it's somewhat of an exaggeration. There are nice Jewish communities down in Texas, but you still have to admire Ted Cruz for the way he stood up with the, over the last few weeks. No, you are so right. Ted has been a leader um, in the pro-Israel movement and uh, a great friend and will continue to be, and that's uh, that's someone that we need to uh, support. Part of the reason why I'm going down is to talk about that and talk about what he's done and what he can do. We're actually talking as well about possibly going on a solidarity mission to uh, to Israel, like the one I just came back from. So, uh, so you'll convey that to him today, that there are a lot of people out there who really appreciate what he's doing. I will do that. I will tell him that. And by the way, credit where credit is due, since we have been critical of uh, Senate leadership from heavily uh, Jewish areas, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand has teamed up with Ted Cruz. What do you think of this shidduch? And they're pushing a resolution condemning Hamas in the war against Israel. So I'm glad to see that she has uh, stepped up and that she and Ted Cruz together are teaming up for this. I agree. You know, the um, uh, crisis makes strange bedfellows and... uh, (laughs) I would say this is this is definitely one of those uh, one of those shifts. Um, but uh, listen, we we take our friends, and uh, you know the bipartisan support of Israel is uh, sacrosanct and very important to all of us. No um, so thank God she stepped up. Phil Rosen is with us. Uh, he's heading to Washington as we speak. All right, we know how close you are with the Prime Minister. Uh, rumors, and, and we also know that there's probably a limit to what you can say on the air, so we get all that. But rumors are flying like crazy now regarding a potential ceasefire. I have heard predictions from people that this whole thing could come to an end at Israel's behest uh, this weekend. What can you tell us? Do you get a feeling in terms of a timetable for this war with Hamas? Well, what's interesting to me is there's a lot of talk about ceasefire, and yet um, the intensity with which uh, the prime minister and the defense minister and the uh, army chief of staff are waging this campaign is 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 amazing. Um, they just called up uh, another uh, group of reserves to uh, to supplement what they have. I mean, it's going to be uh, seventy-five, eighty thousand soldiers out there, um, you know, searching for these tunnels and searching to destroy 
much of what Hamas has in terms of military might. Um, I, my personal opinion is that uh, the uh, the leadership of Israel is not going to stop until um, they feel that they've weakened Hamas in a way that uh, we won't have another um, another outbreak two years from now. They, um, you know, they want this one to uh, to stick. And in order for that to happen, you know, now we know that this tunnel network is as extensive as the New York City subway system, <laughs> and uh, it needs to be destroyed. Let me ask you, uh, we, we, we keep reading about, uh, you know, again, potential ceasefires, and at the same time Israel saying that even if there is a ceasefire, we will not stop the activities to destroy all these tunnels. Are the two reconcilable? Is it possible for there to be an official ceasefire and Israel still carry out operations that would curtail the tunnel activity? Well, let me let me reverse that with a question. Um, if you were in the shoes of Hamas, would you agree to a ceasefire um, that allows Israel's military to, you know, march through the streets destroying tunnels and uh, the military might of Hamas? Yeah, one would I, think I doubt that. that. Right. So I think uh, I think it's more that it's not going to happen in that regard. You know, Israel will will agree to a ceasefire, and uh, and and I guess they should, um, as long as they can continue on their task. Phil Rosen with us live via telephone on his way to Washington, Chairman Emeritus American Friends of Likud and Vice Chair of the Republican Jewish Coalition. Uh, look, you're very close with Bibi. Um, we know that his popularity is at a, probably the highest ever. That's not the important thing. The important thing is that's a reflection of the unity right now in Israel. Is this unexpected by him? Is, is he expressing to you that as as unified as he knows the Jewish people could be at times like this, that he never thought it would be in this type of unprecedented manner? He, he is singularly focused on the war effort right now, and... Um, Although he appreciates the support, that's not anything that goes into his daily talk or, or his even his thinking. I think right now it's it's finishing the war effort and making sure that Israel is safe. And his popularity is a result of, in my mind, uh, the entire Israel being united. I've never seen, I was there last week, as, as you know, and I've never seen Israel this united, um, both behind the prime minister and behind um, the war effort. Yeah, but even, uh, but even, even though he's not focused on it, I'm sure you would say he feels it, right? It, it's def- yes. he, he definitely feels that it is back. Yes, he does, and uh, he appreciates it, and he definitely feels it. Um, and, you know, he took uh, several votes in his um, security cabinet, which has in it some people that would be considered left-wingers, like Tippi Livni and, um, uh, and Lapid. And uh, all of the votes that he's taken recently in terms of whether to go for a ceasefire or not go for a ceasefire, whether to continue the effort in Gaza, all of the votes have been unanimous. Right. And that's unheard of in, uh, in Israeli politics. What did you think of his um, appearances for the U.S.? And the world, you know, if you time it right, you could have seen him. I think uh, on eight consecutive networks this past Sunday morning. Do you think the message that the prime minister is uh, is giving to the world through the American media is getting out there and is effective? You know, it is getting out there. The problem is that the American media, and and even worse, is the uh, European media is extremely biased against Israel. I mean. I explained to somebody yesterday, somebody very important in the, in the media, 
that uh, let's just say Canada wasn't a friend and uh, they were digging tunnels from uh, Montreal or Toronto to, uh, to New York, would we just sit back and say, yeah, that's all right. You know, it's, uh, it's only a few people that are going to die, only a few hundred. Are we going to say that if, if, if it happened here? And uh, the answer is obviously not. The answer is that Israel, you know, has to do what they're doing. The world press has decided that because they can find pictures of, of children who were killed, unfortunately, sadly, um, they're putting it on the press. I mean, the New York Times has had nine, I think, nine covers with pictures of uh, children who've died in, uh, in, in battle, um, many of them human shields that are put by, by Hamas in front of uh, Israeli uh, weaponry. Um, outrageous. Nine pictures. You know, if not, if not for the Internet, we wouldn't even be able to understand to the level that we do at the moment the scope of these tunnels and how large they are and how sophisticated they are. The general press or the go-to press that you're describing isn't concentrating at all on what the enemy is doing. They, you know, they had one article in the New York Times about the tunnels, and even with that article, they accompanied that with a picture of a, of a morgue, um, a Palestinian morgue. They couldn't even, they couldn't even get themselves to put a picture of the tunnels on the front page of, of the newspaper. Yeah. It's just amazing to me. Somebody, somebody made a joke, which is, is kind of funny but sad that if Hamas was in charge of the Second Avenue subway system, we would have had that up and running about five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it is funny, but boy, like you say, the truth sometimes is hilarious. You're on your way to Washington. Uh, you'll be there this morning. We mentioned your meeting with Ted Cruz. What is your reaction? I mean, you're, look, you represent the Republican Jewish Coalition, but you certainly can comment about both sides of the aisle. How do you think the House and Senate have been throughout the last uh, three weeks as this has been going on in Israel? So I think the support has been great. As as you know, bipartisan support for Israel is uh, is so important to uh, to Israel and to to us Jewish supporters. Um, I, I would hope that uh, Harry Reid would not block the uh, or not tie the two hundred million dollars that's being asked for for the Iron Dome, the additional uh, the supplemental budget not tie that to immigration, which is what he has done. Right. I would hope that they drop that issue and, and move that forward, because the Iron Dome is a miracle, and a miracle that we need to support. Um, you know, it's something extremely special, and I say thank you to Amir Peretz, who's not uh, obviously from the party that uh, I support, but he was the one who pushed it forward. To all the people at Raphael, um, that created the Iron Dome, and to the U.S. Congress and the President for pushing the support of the Iron Dome forward, because that's made the world a difference. Was there a um, any type of, I don't know, episode or specific meeting or encounter that you remember in regard to Ted Cruz? Because he's really made a very good impression, as I said at the beginning of this conversation, in the pro-Israel Community. I don't know. Was there a trip? Was there anything that happened in his career where you said to yourself, "Boy, oh boy!" Now I understand why this man gets it when it comes to Israel's situation. He has been there, um, and uh, he is a religious uh, Christian. Um, so I think those are two pieces of the puzzle. You know, as uh, as President, former President Bush, um, forty three said, uh, when you travel the country and we see what what risks 
the country faces and how how many strides it's taken forward, um, you admire it and you can't help but do so. So, and I think uh, I think Ted feels that way as well. Mm, interesting. All right. Good luck today. Convey our thanks, of Thank course. You. I know you will. And thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you again, Nassim, and, and keep doing the great work you do. Greatly appreciate that. Phil Rosen, he's Chairman Emeritus, American Friends of Likud, Vice Chair of the Republican Jewish Coalition, very close confidant of the Prime Minister. As I said, there's probably stuff he knows that he can't share with us on the air, but hey, you got to understand that. And today he's meeting with Senator Cruz, who has been so outspoken on uh, the issue of Israel and its security, especially over the last few weeks. Just amazing uh, the way he and other certain other public officials have come through.